0: So we're going to speak uh, the next few nights um, from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu about the nature of bhava-bhakti. We had a question about it the other day. We didn't really do justice to the question, so we'll go over the whole of the topic As it's presented in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, or a good portion of it. And um, and that discussion begins in the first chapter. In the first chapter, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu Rupa Goswami is describing the general character of bhakti. And uh, in that context, he lists six characteristics of bhakti that correspond with the three developmental stages of bhakti, sadhana bhakti, bhava bhakti, and prema bhakti. And so two of the six characteristics manifest in sadhana, four of them in bhava, and six of them in prema. So the two that manifest in bhava that are added to the two that manifest in sadhana are... One of them tonight we will discuss first, that is Moksha Laguta Krit. Moksha means mukti, freedom, liberation. Lagu means light. Krit means to make make making light. It makes light. Makes little of liberation. This is one of the as I say, the, the, the characteristics of the kind of bhakti, uttam bhakti, that Rupa Goswami is explaining. And this characteristic of bhakti, that it makes little, makes light of mukti. Mukti is, you have to understand, it's a very nice use of words, because he says bhakti, and this means bhava-bhakti, which in effect is the full face of bhakti inasmuch as it includes both action, Cheshtarup, and emotion, bhavarup. Sadhana bhakti is the emotional side of bhakti, which is really the whole of it. In Bhava bhakti, there is also action, but it arises out of emotion. In sadhana bhakti, there is action without emotion. It's still called bhakti. Hmm. Bhakti manifesting on the senses. But when it takes over the mind and the heart, hmm, then what it's really about, its emotive content takes over and then action follows the emotion. Hmm. It is said that imitation of a good thing is a good thing. So... Sadhana bhakti in a way is imitation of uh, of bhava bhakti and uh, and uh, it uh, it kind of prepares the ground for bhava to uh, to manifest. <clears throat> so. The language here is very nice because he's saying bhakti in the full sense of the term, bhava bhakti. Of course it develops to prey, but prey is the development of bhava, the culture of bhava. So bhava or bhakti proper makes light of mukti, which is very heavy. Mukti is very heavy. It's, uh, it's it's very nice in a couple of ways because mukti is heavy in that it that it it the ideal of mukti properly understood outweighs the whole world. It makes the world look lightheaded and, and insignificant, and it's very heavy to hear about that. My attachments, for example, the things that are, that I think, are making me happy, are the problems in my life. That's heavy. Hmm? So, uh, and then to pursue mukti unto herself, that's a very heavy path, if you will. Head off into the jungle, so to speak. Hmm? So, but bhakti makes light of this. Could look at it in a couple of ways. Say the language is is nice. It makes light of it in uh, that—that she herself has much more substance. Hmm. In that sense, she's much heavier than mukti, but in a different, in a lighter way. (laughs) She's heavier that she is mukti with content. Hmm. Mukti here is being used. really in relation to Sayuja Mukti, which is something like a contentless experience. So bhakti is mukti with content, hmm. or it's better said, liberated content. Here we have content on the sheet, on the plane, on the screen of our uh, consciousness, our awareness. Hmm. Mukti wants to wipe it clean. Bhakti wants to put something else on it. Hmm? So it's it's liberation with content, and it's very friendly. Hmm? So in that way, it also it's heavier in that it has content, but it also makes light of Mukti. Hmm? Hmm? Mukti's heavy, and Bhakti is very happy. That's what I mean? Hmm? It's a Mukti that's very happy. Because, as I've said before, you can take your friends with you. In bhakti, you can have friends. In mukti, you cannot have any friends. So, very encouraging. (laughs) So it makes light of mukti in a couple of ways. But the point that bhakti makes light of mukti in terms of the idea that Bhakti is post liberated and liberation unto herself is, is nothing in comparison to bhakti, is a very central point to the Bhagavatam. There are two primary examples of this point in the Bhagavatam the four Kumars, Jatusa and Kumar, who are liberated souls and came to bhakti. And secondly, and more prominently, the very primary speaker of the Bhagavatam, Sugadev Goswami, hmm, stands out as um, uh, a very loud voice to us with regard to this point. So see, it's a very central uh, point in the teaching. Sugadev is speaking the Bhagavatam, and of course, he's uh, a mukta. He's a jivan mukta jivan mukti is the penultimate state or state or stage before full emancipation videha mukti the last stage before entering the Brahman it's considered a liberated status in this world that's what the literal meaning of jivan jivan mukti is he was a jivan mukta he had attained jivan mukti hmm? In his uh, Rasik Asvadini Tika to Prabodananda Saraswati Sri Chaitanya Chandramrita, the 18th century Anandidas, who wrote the the commentary, uh, he cites a verse from Brihad Bhagavatam in which Krishna says that Sugadev Goswami is as dear to me as the brajabasis hmm. because he has that kind of love. In the future, then he will speak about it to to the Raj, to Pariksit, in, in, in an august assembly, uh, of thoughtful persons inquiring along with Pariksit as to purpose of life and so forth and what to do at the time of death hmm? this uh, uh, future telling on the part of Krishna of Sugudeva's role hmm, comes in a very beautiful section of Bred Vago Tamrita that's very beautiful Krishna is speaking to Satyabhama in Dwarka, hmm? and he's speaking about the Brajbasis. They've become a little interested, so now they're in trouble. He's going to talk about them. And and so beautifully he talks about the love of Bruges and his feeling for the inhabitants there and so forth. It's a very, very beautiful section. And he tells Satyabhama, the, the, the reason I married you and all the 16,000-some queens, you want to know the truth? The reason I married you is because you reminded me of the 16,000 Kumaris who uh, worshipped Katyayani in the brudge to get me as their husband. Hmm? You, you, there was, you are a, a semblance of them, <laughs> he, tells her, he tells her. You reminded me of, of them, therefore I married you. You want to know the facts? This is the truth. Hmm? Such plain speaking, hmm? revealing his heart, It sounds on its face a little insensitive (laughs) to tell your wife, the reason I married you is because you remind me of someone else. (laughs) But this is what Krishna told her. Of course, on the outside it looks rather harsh, but Krishna is not harsh. He's very sweet and very tender. So, how to understand this, then you have to hear the Bhagavatam from the right person, you have to hear the Bhagavatam from Sukadev, from Arupa, Rupa Bogosami writes in his Lalita Madhava, what? That all these queens in Dwarka, hmm, Satyavama, uh, Rukmini, and so forth, they are all partial manifestations of the gopis of the Braj. Hmm? Satyavama is Radhika herself, partial manifestation of Radhika. So, you understand this then? It's very sweet what Krishna is saying. Hmm? Hmm. You understand? I married you because you reminded me of Radha. Indeed, you are Radha, aren't you? Hmm? In another lila, here we are. Hmm? And our purpose here is, yes, to tender to our devotees here, but to showcase the love of Braj. Hmm? So good, good guidance for hearing Bhagavatam. This is uh, very much necessary when Raj Pariksit began speaking in the 10th canto of Bhagavatam. Hmm? Then, naturally, he, he glorified Sukadeva Goswami, his guru. Now, he, we're coming to the, to the zenith apex, the climax of the book, what the book has been leading up to. It's been foreshadowed here and there with partial telling of some leelas. The beginning of the leela narrative starts really in the first canto, in the context of speaking about parikshit and his family and how he was saved from ashvatama by Krishna and so forth and and um, and uh, and and then the the, the the coming of Kali yuga the problems of Arjuna, the departure of Krishna uh, and all it is this all introducing who Raj Pariksit, the speaker hmm? and then the last three chapters of the first canto the he chastises Kali. He uh, uh, offends the uh, Rishi. And he's cursed to die. And Sukumuni appears on the scene. Good guidance to God in the second canto begins and so forth. So. Uh, Sugadeva is introduced there and then in the second canto and we go on anyway it reaches as you know the tenth canto and this is what it's been building up to and now the story of Krishna from beginning to end let's tell the whole thing from beginning to end hmm, as far as possible in a in a in a chronological order it's not entirely possible because Sugadeva is being driven by various feelings and so forth to speak about different leelas so Sometimes, as explained by Jiva Goswami, he makes a couple of narratives, Leela chapters, out of order. Hmm? Jiva Goswami Goswami kindly gives us the correct chronology, but for the most part, one after the other. Anyway, the whole story is told, and so this is very, um, very center of the book, and Raj Pariksit, as he, he, he's about to say what is to what will cause that he, Sukadev, to speak that he glorifies Sukadev Goswami, his guru. Nivititarshay rupagiyamanad bahu salat chutramanobi ramat kautamastho kgunano vannat bina bina pasubnat right biman birad bina birad birad it biman Very nice verse. So, he, what does he say? He says the, he said, he speaks about Sukadev in terms of his observable qualities, observable characteristics, hmm? by which he determines that Sukadev is the right person to hear Srimad Bhagavatam from. Hmm? If you don't hear Srimad Bhagavatam from such a person, it may sound, as I'm saying, harsh in some places. Hmm? Difficult to understand, but if you hear from the right person, then it's the sweetest nectar. Nivrita hmm? He had no Trishna. Nivrita He was, he said, Sugadeva Priksitmar says, You are without any thirst, any taste for the world. Hmm? He had no desire. He's a Jeevan Mukta. You're a liberated person. You're free. If you have desires, then you're bound. Hmm? You're a free person. You have no desire. Hmm? The sky of your heart is clear. Hmm? Every day is sunny there. Hmm? There are no clouds. There are no troubles. You're free. Hmm? Such is your position. And and you... hmm? take relish nibditaashe rupagīmanat babo sarat chotrumo ubiramat you you drink this uh rasayana this elixir of hadikata nibditaashe hmm? rupagīmanat babo sarat chotrum babo bauri babo oshari this the topics about krishna are the oshari oh, the medicine for material existence babo sharir babo mano aviram if the heart is like clear like like i said like this cloudless sky hmm, then this bhava can come manifest inside hmm? and, and, and mano abhiram then it will ride on the mind that is the reflection of the heart and and, and, and cause various tastes mano abhiram hmm? just like we ride on the waves of material emotions and taste them hmm? good and bad all of which are bad in bhakti, there's good and bad, all of which are good. Hmm? There's union, there's separation, it's all blissful. The said, the this is who you are. You got the medicine. Hmm? <laughs> and you've taken it. Hmm? You've taken it, and therefore you can give it. Hmm? And who, who will not be attracted to this? He gives a contrast at the beginning and the end of the verse. You are Nibhita share. you'll naturally be attracted to it. Hmm? Your heart is clear. If it comes, if this medicine comes, it will quickly take effect. Hmm? Depends on your condition when you take the medicine, how soon it will take effect. Some persons may have to take medicine and fast, and then gradually will take effect. If you're in a better condition, medicine will immediately take effect, something like that. So his condition was such was pure. Hmm? When he heard the verses of Bhagavatam, it caused a revolution in his heart. Hmm? Hmm. And because he was observable, naked as he was, he had no material desire, hmm? this is the observable external characteristic, he's qualified to speak on this subject. Hmm? Which is very extraordinary. He has no desire. Hmm? And he's going to speak about a world of, of desires. Hmm. What kind of desires are they? Spiritual desires. So on the one side, as I say, he says, here's the qualification of the guru, Nivriti hmm. Tarsha. And on the other side, that person who will, who will not be Pashugnat. who is doing, it means, who is performing the animal sacrifice, means a karmakanda. Those persons who, who, who are after material acquisition, what does Prahlad call them? Prahlad says that Griha Vrtanam, they've taken a, a vow of marriage. <laughs> That's what he says. I mean, they made a commitment, it means, to, to material enjoyment. Of course, our household devotees have made a commitment to bhakti, and bhakti is very powerful. And friendly, user friendly. So, hmm, there are many great householder devotees, but who has taken a vow for my own house, my own place, hmm, then there's not much room for Krishna there, <laughs> is the point. Hmm. So, those preoccupied with material acquisition, they'll have no ear for the Bhagavatam. Hmm? As the heart become cleansed hmm, by bhakti, our situation little different than um, Sukadev. His heart was clear. Hmm. Of course, there are different ways to think about that. I cited Brihad Bhagavatamrita and uh, the Rasika commentary of, of uh, Sri Chaitanya Chandramrita the Saraswati. A verse cited from Priyad Bhagavatam that speaks about, it's Krishna speaking. It says, uh, "Sugadev, is like the Brajabhasis. He has that kind of love. He will speak about me in the future in an August assembly. Hmm? The, uh, uh, the commentary to Prabodhan saraswatis book, it's a, it's a 18th century commentary. Hmm? Uh, it says, Oh, this means that he was there. He knows that. Hmm? Therefore, he is—he uh, was present as Sukha the parrot. Hmm? This is, uh, and and he, and he heard all the. He was present for all those pastimes, and parrots remember, and then they repeat. And now he is appearing as Dave and so this is an old reference to, uh, a somewhat ancient reference to an idea that would you put back Ryan Marsh? Like to, like to. Um, Cite, I don't, he didn't recited this particular scripture with this idea. It's not really what the Bhagavatam says or how it portrays Sukadev. Hmm. If it were to portray Sukadeva as being the parrot of Krishna and Krishna lila then the, the point that it's making with regard to the lightness of mukti in comparison to bhakti. I don't think it's made as as strongly. So, but, the idea, the point is also the idea that Sugadev is from the brudge, he was the parrot. This is Baba also. <laughs> Baba that makes up leelas. It's possible. Hmm? Baba is fueling leelas. So. Hmm. Um, but the Bhagavatam is trying to make a philosophical point in the way that it portrays Sukadeva Goswami. Hmm? And, uh, what is that? That he was a liberated soul, Ajivan Mukta, and he became attracted to, uh, to Bhakti. Hmm? So very, uh, as I say, powerful example, the main speaker of the Bhagavatam. hm? Hmm? Right? Hmm? He heard it said these verses of Bhagavatam spoken by the woodcutter who Vyasa had sent with some verses into the woods when he gathered wood for the fire in his hermitage. For his hermitage, he asked him chant these poems, and maybe his idea was maybe Sukadeva so would hear. Of course, and because he had a clean heart, when he heard, they went in, and they caused in his peaceful heart this Mukti that he had, this Jivan Mukta status that he had sta- attained, was very peaceful. Hmm? It was very flat, if you will. It was, again, like I said earlier, contentless experience. Hmm? Just peaceful. Hmm? But this, these verses went in. Hmm? Uh, Pujhipa actually quotes this verse as an example. It's... Uh, Maybe not the best example, because it's about Raj speaking about the, uh, 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 about, uh, uh, the qualities of Sukhadeva. Others have suggested, I think, that... Um, oh, bakim. Oh, bakim stanakalakutam, verses like this from the Brachalila, about Krishna's extraordinary qualities, how he de- delivered, how he... Yuramukta, hmm? with great care and attention... An expertise in 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 practice, hmm? an attachment to mukshatva, the desire for liberation. Sukadeva is per- depicted in the Bhagavatam as being in the womb hmm? and not coming out, hmm? for fear of getting distracted. So, how concentrated was his practice and his focus? How focused was he? Hmm? Very careful. Expert in his... You have to be expert in Bhajan and you have to be very driven. If you're very driven and you'll be very expert and you can be successful. It's an art. Art of sadhana. There's a beautiful title to a book of uh, Puri Bhakti Pramu Puri Marsh's lectures. And he does really speak about the art of it and 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 uh, and to art... As I sometimes say, there's math. Hmm? So there's some knowledge hmm, and expertise in practice. And Jnana is, is one of the Angas of Jnana, the main, the central focus of Jnana, wh- wh- whose objective is, is Mukti, mukti is longing, yearning for, mok- for moksha. Hmm? This is his preoccupation. Hmm? He wouldn't come out even. He came out. He got a blessing that he, you know, he would be. He wouldn't be distracted. And immediately he, he said, he, he said, he left. Sookapriyachit or praises him. What is that verse? So nice, beginning of the Bhagavatam. Without any, without any sanskar, he, he then the trees only echoed in response. He left. Hmm. And and this message of Bhagavatam came in. Hmm? What did it say? Oh, sthanakalakutam. Hmm? Oh, you out there in the forest this is the spirit behind Vyasadev's giving the verse to the woodcutter. Hmm? Say it. I want. I, I, it is my desire that that this very qualified person, by other standards by spiritual standards that the whole world recognizes. He had no material desire. The world recognizes he must be a spiritual person. Hmm? Let's capture him hmm? for the Bhagwat school. Hmm? and Make him the focus hmm? so we can help the people understand what is Krishna Leela. Hmm? That it is a post-liberated reality. So you who have spoke, who are so fixed on, on your ideal. You are at the penultimate state stage before the final liberation. You're almost there. And with such attention, you focused on that. Please hear this. Oh, bakiyam stanakalakutam. This is a verse about Putana. Hmm? There was a lady. She was a witch. Hmm? She desired to kill Krishna in his infancy by smearing poison on her breast. She dressed up like a devotee of Krishna, and Krishna gave her mukti. <laughs> and you are trying so hard for mukti. Hmm? See, whats what, who is Krishna? And you asked Krishna for mukti. You fool! It is a light thing. You are a lightweight only. You are a very lightweight person, and you think you are so heavy. Hmm? That as a little boy, you have left home. Hmm? As a child, only you left home. And no care for any training, any scar, any initiation, anything. Hmm? But see, you have a very light head. <laughs> you are not thinking very deeply. And Krishna Himself came when you were in the womb, and you asked Him for mukti. Hmm? He gave it to Putana who didn't even try who tried to kill him in his infancy and she got a a better mukti than you have she got a mukti with content she got a form of vatsalya bhakti not in the Braj, but just in the outer region some form of vatsalya this is so much better But you and you are at the penultimate state. There's still a chance to save you from Mukti. Hmm? If you enter into Brahman, then what can we do? Hmm? He is about to leave the Jivan Mukta status and become a Videha Mukti, enter into Brahman. Hmm? How do we get him out? Hmm? It's critical. He is thinking he is Mukti, he is liberated. We are thinking he's in a most critical condition. Hmm? He needs more help than anyone. People struggling in the world with material desires, there's still plenty of time for them hmm, to get Sangskar for Bhakti, to get Sadhu and so forth. Hmm. Hmm. He's in a critical condition. We have to get to him now. Hmm. This spirit behind he sent this verse. Sugar so they've heard it. Winning his heart, his peaceful heart, then his peaceful heart and sense of freedom suddenly turned to to turbulence and attraction to divine slavery, Hmm? from freedom to slavery, from peace to the turbulence of love. What is happening to me? He thought, what is happening to me? And all these things I've left behind for peace, and now they're coming in another way that makes peace look light and small and empty. Hmm? Love has come. Hmm? What is peace without love? Peace is in love, Hmm? and it's not in love. (laughs) Peace is in love. There's peace in love, as I say. In love, we we, we move the world over trying to find love. When we find love, finally we can rest for a moment. Hmm? Then it has us moving in its own orbit, Hmm? There are ups and downs, it's turbulent, but like I said before, bhakti has good and bad and it's all good. Hmm? It has ups and downs. It moves in a peculiar way. She loves me, she loves me not. Union and separation, two banks of the river of Prem. Hmm? But it's all good, all happy. Hmm, what is it? This is the wonderful character of preim, that on the outside it can look very um, terrifying, weeping. Hmm? This is Bhav. Passing out, hmm? changing colors, complexion, hmm? losing... Ability is to speak only. at jaga moha This is Chaitanama. Jaga-jaga. Hmm? These symptoms are terrifying. Sattvika. Hmm? Uh, on the outside, but inside it is anandamo. Vitare anandamo. And material life is just the opposite. On the outside, it looks good. There's good packaging. Hmm? But inside, it's empty. Hmm? Worse than empty. Mm. So Sukadev heard he had a revolution in his heart. A revolution. Mm. Mm. Rupa Goswami here has used strong words. Mm. Mm. When he says, um, Bhakti, bhava, mm, makes light of mukti. Mm. He says here, Manag eva parudhayam vrideyay bhagavad rito purushatas tu chatvaras jinayante samantata. He says that bhakti makes light of liberation and all other goals of life, dharma, artha. Kama and Moksha, the fourth, it makes light of them all. Hmm? In particular, he's speaking about, it's obvious, well, if it makes light of like of of, 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 of of Moksha, it makes light of Dharma, Artha, and Kama. He says it does so by growing in the heart. Hmm? Jeeva Goswami makes a comment that it's not born in the heart, it grows in the heart. Hmm? It's not born in the heart, it means that it's self manifesting, independent. Hmm? How we will get the bhakti? The bhakti lata bhij. Bhakti is compared to a vine, a lata. Hmm? And bhija means the seed of the lata. Hmm? So the seed is planted in the heart through sadhusanga. Hmm? And the lata, the vine, grows. How does a vine grow by attaching itself hmm, to something stronger? So, actually, it grows by attaching it once itself to sādhusanga. Hmm? Then it grows, and it flowers, and it bears the fruit. It flowers in the form of bhava, and it bears the fruit in due course of preem. Now we're in the spring season; flowers on the trees. Soon they will all fall. Hmm? And then fruits will come. Hmm? And then in a couple of months, they will, fruits will fall. Hmm? And we will have arrived. <laughs> and a few years from now, we won't know what to do with all the fruits that we've, we have to harvest here. Hmm? So the fruit of Prem hmm, come from the Lata of Bhakti. And the Beej is sadhusanga, And Sadhu Sangha is a form of Bhakti. Hmm? And how will you water it? By hearing and chanting, which is another form of bhakti. So bhaktiya sanjataya bhaktiya. Sadhana bhakti gives bhav bhakti gives prem bhakti Bhakti gives bhakti. Bhakti is independent. Hmm? And it's not something, the implication is here that obviously if the seed of bhakti the Bhakti Lata Beach has to be planted in the heart, it's not already there. So, someone has to plant it. How can it be there if it has to be planted? Sadhu Sangha, it's descending, it comes through Sadhu Bhakti is not our right, it's not part of us inherently. It's a gift, it's a grace. So, to, and it, this force is there in the world, as I said before, the force of karma and the force of bhakti. If we we're lucky, as I said, we come in touch with the force of bhakti and the course of our life is changed. So here, Rupa Goswami uses some very strong language, hmm, really. Hmm, and uh, example, hmm, uh, he says that, that, that this bhakti full face of bhakti, bhakti proper, let's say, it makes light of liberation. He says that, in another verse he says that, the siddhas headed by liberation and all astonishing material pleasures follow after the great goddess called bhakti, like fearful maidservants. The, the Bhagavatam says that maya, Shakti is embarrassed to come before Bhagavan. Hmm? Rupa Goswami says that Mukti is embarrassed to come before Bhavakti. Bhakti. Hmm? Very strong uh, language he, he uses. He, he says Bhakti. He, he says Bhakti is the the bride. Hmm? Bhakti is the bride. Bidabhadu. Bidya Bhadu. Bidya Bhadu. She's the bride who will become the queen. Baba Bhakti is the bride who will become the queen of of Prayam. It's thought that knowledge is very valuable, real knowledge, because it leads to mukti. Rupa Goswami is saying that what to speak of bhakti being making knowledge that leads to mukti seem insignificant. Bhakti makes mukti insignificant and 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 meaningless, really empty, contentless. What do you say? Awareness, whatever that is, empty. He says that mukti is is a is only a bridesmaid. Hmm? She is the bridesmaid of the bride of bhakti, hmm? and kind of a clumsy one who can't catch the bouquet. Hmm? She has no arms, no hands, no form. Hmm? If you enter into mukti fully. Like I say, Sugude was at just the last stage before entering the Mukti. Then you go there, oh, very difficult to take advantage of Bhakti. Hmm. It's said in Western culture that if the bride throws the bouquet to one of, if she has some bridesmaids, the one that catches it, she will be the next one to get married. Mukti (laughs) can't catch that bouquet very easily, very clumsy. Hmm. Mukti is naked, barren, Hmm? Empty. Hmm? And bhakti is, 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 is beautiful. Hmm? Bhava bhakti is beautiful. She is pregnant with praying. Hmm? Pregnant with praying, eager for labor, hmm? and fully dressed for the occasion of the birth. Hmm? <laughs> uh, very, so different from mukti. In mukti, there's no eagerness for labor. Eagerness to give up labor, hmm? what to speak of taking care of the child afterwards and so forth. Hmm? Bhakti is signing on for labor of love, hmm? and that pray that Bob is, as I say, pregnant with praying. That will be the child coming out of the bhav. Hmm? Baba Bhakti will give give birth as it's churned into Prem Bhakti, and then a whole life of uh, that is a is a. Labor of love, movement that is beautiful, becoming, and as I said in the beginning, makes moksha look very light. Hmm? That which is thought to be very heavy and is very heavy. Hmm? Oh my God! I have to give up everything. Hmm? Bhakti makes light. Just don't forget about that. Keep everything. (laughs) Just keep everything. And anyway. It belongs to Krishna, so keep it nicely. Hmm? It, it belongs to Krishna, so you keep it. Keep it for him, and use it for his service, and be happy. Make friends and go back to Godhead with them. Something like that. <laughs> Any question? What's the time? Seven thirty. Okay. This this seed. Of uh, bhakti, you know, it comes from uh, sadhu. Is it through uh, uh, mantra? Yeah, let's talk about it in different ways. It's 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 really the uh, yeah, the desire to take up bhakti, the faith in bhakti. It's sometimes described as, um, and uh, you know, I mean, you could say like sadhus in general, kind of lay the ground, till the, 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 the soil of the heart, make it fertile. And in some sadhu, it's very prominent in our life, or you can say, really really plants the seed there and then waters it. But sadhu sangha in general. And in sadhu sangha we find our guru. That's the import of Bhajanakriya. Sadhu sangha leads to Bhajanakriya. Bhajana kriya. means a detailed way of going forward with guidance, and where we get that guidance, that's in the context of sadhu sangha, we find a sadhu who shows the way, something like that. Hmm. But the point is that the seed is comes from sadhu-sangha, and the watering, which is bhakti, and the watering comes from hearing and chanting, which is bhakti, so bhakti begets bhakti. What else? Yes. <laughs> Because uh, in connection to this, I uh, I heard some verse, Nitya Siddha, Krishna Prema, Shamya Kabbalaya, Shambhalaya, Shubhya and from this verse I I read that this Nitya Siddha, uh, Krishna Prema is always in the heart. So mm-hmm. you said that the seed is planted. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yes. You can't have both, can you? You cannot have both, can you? You cannot have Prem in your heart and have it planted there. It's either one or the other, right? Hmm? You cannot have Prem in your heart, Bhakti in your heart, and have it planted. You have to have one or the other. Hmm? So, you, you, when you hear statements sometimes from Bhakti Vinod or Prabhupada, Bhakti Siddhanta, about prem, Bhakti in the heart, hmm? they also say Bhakti has to be planted. So, you have to choose one. <laughs> and harmonize the way they've talked about the other so that it works with the other. So if you say, okay, it's planted, then wherever it's said it's inherent, I have to think about that in light of the fact that it's planted. And that means, then I look at what the previous acharyas have said and so forth, and then I can sort it out and understand. What's in the heart of the jiva that's dormant is the capacity to love. Hmm? It is is a, a, a feeler. It does have ananda in it. A little bit. It has the capacity to love. But it, it, that's called jivananda or atmananda. Hmm? Look at Sugadev His heart was clean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there any bhakti in there? No. no. <laughs> he looked. There was none there. <laughs> it was empty. Huh? He had atmananda. Hmm? Then he became... See, this is so central to the Bhagavatam. Then he became attracted to bhakti hmm? by the blessing, the well-wishing of Vyasa, hmm? right? See how kind of the devotees. Sukadev asked Krishna for liberation. Krishna said, okay. Vyas said, no! <laughs> That's terrible, Krishna. How could you give him that? Devotees are more compassionate. So Vyas went after him to give him bhakti. If he didn't go after him, then... No bhakti there. So, this comes actually. The verse you cited is a Bengali verse in Chaitanya Charitamrita that is represents a Sanskrit verse of, of Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that comes in the second chapter. And so, in the next class, we'll discuss the other quality of, 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 of Baba Bhakti, that it's rare, rare to attain. And then we go to the second chapter where Sadhana Bhakti is described. And where Sadhana Bhakti is described, the goal of Sadhana Bhakti is described in that verse, which is Baba Bhakti. And that Sanskrit verse is the Sanskrit edition of the Bengali verse that you cited, that Krishnadas has has taken it from. So if you want to understand fully the meaning of that Bengali verse, you should look back to the Sanskrit verse that he also quite quotes Sites from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and read the commentaries and then you can sort these things out. Hmm? Sometimes Prabhupada, sometimes Bhakti Bhano talked about Bhakti being inherent Hmm? because there were people selling sarups and things like this in the marketplace and saying, if you don't come to me and take a bath in my urine, as I said the other day, because I have the blood of Nityananda in me, then you'll never get liberated and I will give you the sarup and and so forth. So this, this is, you know, just chant. It. It's, in, it's in your heart. It'll come out. Something like that. But it's kind of a, kind of a little bit of a preaching strategy of sorts. Because as we go through this, we'll see. It, it's very clear. I mean, it's already been clear. If bhakti was in the heart, Sukadev would have found it when he cleared everything out, right? But he didn't clear everything out. He did clear everything out, and there was no bhakti. But the As went after him. Bhakti comes from the bhakta, from sadhusanga. You understand yes uh, but it's also mentioned in shastras that if one attain particular relationship with krishna and is established in some state bhava some particular rasa it can be changed but it seems that uh, this is little for me uh, if if bhakti is not intrinsic or in not inherent the soul it should be changed by uh, association of devotees, because we attain bhakti by association of devotees, so it can, it could be changed also but by association of devotees. So why one cannot change his particular rasa? Well, because um, when we associate with devotees and develop a certain affinity, um to a certain point, when it reaches a certain point, hmm, that it becomes a stai then it can't be changed. Before that, it could be changed by association. Hmm? But when it becomes a stai then it then there's then it that means that's the basis of rasa. So one is fulfilled, one has achieved perfection. He's tasting bhakti rasa in gopi bav and sakhi bav and so forth. And the point is that such a person is completely fulfilled. Uddhava is the example. Uda was completely fulfilled as a Dāsya Bhakta. He went to the Braj. He had the Gopis' association. Why didn't he become a Gopi? Why didn't he desire to become a Gopi? He didn't desire to become a Gopi. He didn't become a Gopi. He desired to get more association of the Gopis. Hmm? Even he said, if I could become a blade of grass in Vrindavan, the Gopis would step on my head. That would be good for me because he saw the intensity of their bhav, hmm? He wanted the same kind of intensity in himself, but he didn't want to change his bhav. Hmm? So what could be a more powerful example? Hmm? Uddhava, and he's very learned. Hmm? He's in the Hm? He had the association of gopis. He saw, Krishna sent him there to see, ostensibly you know, to bring a message to them, but actually to be taught himself. So that Univa uh, was sent to Vrindavan to round out his education. Hmm? He knew the Shastra, but he didn't know Vrindavan. Hmm? He knew all the Shastra so much that he was Krishna's advisor, but he didn't know what is the brudge. Hmm? Just like Krishna Naam. What does Grupa Goswami say? Nikila Shruti The Naam Krishna Naam all the jewels of the Upanishads like Ahambramasmi, Neti-neti, Asi, that give light, all their light is pointing in the direction of these two syllables, the one sound, Krishna. Hmm? This is the whole, the essence of the, the, the main sound, this one sound, said, everything will be accomplished by that and more. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahabhu told Shotam Api Upanishadam hmm, Dure Harikatam right where you can get where where you can arrive by chanting the sounds of the Upanishads Dure Harikatam. That's very far from where you can arrive at by chant by engaging in Harikata, which will bring Kampashu Pulakadaya all these Satvika Bhavas it will bring Bhava, hmm? and pray Marasa hmm? So point is this this is off the map bud hmm? was you know the scriptural map by heart and the bridge is off the map hmm? I mean scriptures kind of pointing there scriptures talking about that which is ineffable hmm? and <laughs> and which is anything in the power of you and, and 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 it it can't talk it's talking about that which is ineffable liberation yeah. even even other ideas of the paravyuam like vaikuntha and so forth but when it comes to the braj it's silent the scripture becomes silent it becomes stunned it it undergoes certif abhav. and it becomes stunned and it cannot speak hmm? So Uddhava was sent to Vrindavan to round out his education. Just like I told the story, you know, your father sent the boy to, to Barnaris to get an education. And when he came back, he said, did you study the Bhagavatam?" He said, no. He said, oh, you didn't get an education. So three times he sent him back. And finally the boy came back and said, yes, I studied the Bhagavatam. Did you understand it? He said, I can't understand Bhagavatam." He said, yes, now you're an educated person. You <laughs> when, you un- when you understand that, then you... The, so Uddhava was sent to Vrindavan to get a full education, hmm? to learn the Bhagavatam. And this is the Bhagavatam, the Brajlila. This is the whole Bhagavatam. This is what it's all about. It's all pointing in, 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 to that, that center. Hmm? And there in the Braj, he had association of Nanda so the cowherd boy, boyfriends of Krishna, the gopis in particular. He saw them in their ecstatic Madness, separation, and so forth. And he thought, "Oh my God!" He said, "If I could have that kind of intensity, I would be willing to take birth as a blade of grass here, just to be trampled on by the, by the by their feet, hmm? take their feet on my head." But he never wanted to become a gopi. Hmm? He never prayed to become a gopi, only to have the intensity that they in their love. In his love, something like that. Hmm? So the point is, he was fully satisfied. Hmm? So, the, such is the nature of Praim. Hmm? Praim is not something that, well, yeah, I could change it. Hmm? It's not like that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's perfection. Hmm? So, yat gotvani There's no falling. There's no changing. <laughs> something like that. Hmm? But it comes from sadasanga. That's for sure, hmm. but in the beginning, you may have different sadhus and influence in different ways, and so forth. And the prominent influence will come. Influence will come, and this way, that will that will carry you even in other lives. And then you'll get. They will foster more of the same association, and so forth. So bhakti comes from bhakti. That will come out more as we go further through the discussion. Shripa Goswami Prabhupada ki jai. Shri Siddhaji Gopal ki jai. Godivashnabh Guru Parampara ki jai. Kaur Bhaktavrinda ki jai. Kaur Premanande.